Hello everyone and welcome back to A Dancer's Mindset with myself Isabella. Thank you so much for joining me here today and if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is all about helping dancers and non-dancers reach their fullest potential, grow their self-esteem, their confidence and just feel better as a human being. Let's get started. Hey guys, so today we're going to be talking about something which I've definitely experienced myself and I I don't think I've spoken about this before because ultimately we're always talking about how to achieve success but we don't talk about what happens when you've got it. So today we're going to be talking about post-success depression which is or it can be called also like post-achievement depression um, and it's really really common in athletes and ballerinas are definitely athletes and so it's definitely common in dancers as well. Now, do you know what this is in the first place? Have you even heard of it before? If not, I shall walk you through it. It's that feeling you get when you've been working your whole life for something up until this very important moment in time, be it get into a company, for example. Now, let's say, you know, you get that job. You get the lead role, but it can be about anything that you've achieved over after months and months of hard work, maybe years of hard work, you get it and then you suddenly, once the adrenaline has died down, you now think, okay, now what? Like I I actually achieved it. And you feel suddenly really, really low when you should be on cloud nine, right? You should be feeling amazing. I mean, you've been working your butt off for months, maybe years to reach this goal you've got it but now you suddenly feel depressed you suddenly feel down you suddenly feel like what's my purpose in life why am I even doing this what's the point of everything what now and you feel like you've lost your passion and your fire I was searching and researching about this before I share my own stories with this feeling, but I stumbled across um, Olympic athletes' stories and it's it's so apparent in their stories as they work and work and work for years, four years straight, especially for Olympic athletes because you know there's four years between each Olympics and there's a very ultimate goal for them. It's, you know, wanna, I wanna win gold or I wanna win seven golds, you know, and then all of a sudden they win, they win what they desire. For example, Michael Phelps, the famous swimmer, beat all the odds and won six gold medals and two bronze at the Athen Olympics in 2004 and he experienced post-Olympic depression is what they called it for the first time or post-high achievement depression as this can translate to anything we work super hard for he said you work so hard for four years to get to that point and then it's like you're at the top of the mountain you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? Who am I? He said. He took a short break, but jumped back into training shortly after the 2004 Olympics ended, going on to compete in the 2008 and 2012 Olympics. Soon after this, he got arrested and done for um, a DUI and stayed in his room for days and days, having suicidal thoughts. Michael opened up about his anxiety. He's been battling for a long time and depressive episodes. And it's so common in athletes. And as we know, Simone Biles, um, the 
Olympic gymnast took an absence due to her mental health. And this um, disconcerting letdown has a name commonly known as the arrival fallacy. And it's a psychological thought trap high achievers are all too familiar with. And here's how the arrival fallacy works, along with what you can do to counteract it and reach new heights of success. Now, I completely understand as a ballet dancer and trained to be a good one, it is relentless. We worry about holidays. We have a coach on us 24-7, a school training us. We work on weekends from a young age. I mean, is it normal to be like age 10 and working on a Saturday and Sunday sometimes? I mean, it's not normal. It's, it's weird. But that is what we become attuned to. And we just immediately are thrown into this world where we're supposed to work tirelessly and non-stop and work so hard and not really have a normal childhood we're competitive from a young age especially nowadays there's there's many competitions people are competing from the age of six like it's it's really relentless and now there's instagram and social media to deal with and it can be a lot a lot to cope with it's basically like when you work for anything for a long long time it takes all your focus all your energy all your time it's all that matters then you achieve that thing and initially you want to cry you're so happy your dreams have finally come true it's happened you've made it you've reached the top but then all of a sudden or the next day you think okay now what like what's next i'm i'm exhausted like i i, I gave everything to this I can't possibly give any more and now I'm going to have to start again for a new goal and what is the new goal if I've reached this point the arrival fallacy a term introduced by um, positive psychology expert Tal Ben Shahar I hope I'm saying that right in his book happier operates on the idea that in the process of working towards a goal you come to expect that you will in fact reach it. Okay, so anchoring on a future anchoring on a future goal triggers reward centers in the brain, including a cognitively soothing effect, which is that feeling of accomplishment becomes part of your day-to-day -day identity. You readily adjust to this new state of being so much so that actually attaining a goal turns out to be less satisfying than expected. You feel lost, like your life has no meaning. Essentially, you have the post-achievement blues. You find a new goal and you think, oh, okay, what next? Sometimes you stay in a hole for ages and feel lost, partly because there's pressure to perform again. You need to put all that effort in again for something. So really, you know, what that shows is it's more about the pro it's it's more about the process because basically whilst you're working towards this goal you've decided that that goal will happen and so you already have the effects basically of i've got it so let's say it's i want to get into a company and the audition's in six months and you're making all the daily action every day that that is mine that is the job i'm getting i'm getting that that's mine and you're taking the action you're doing your exercises you're practicing you're doing super well in your ballet classes so then when you get it it's like it's inevitable you're going to get it because you've been telling yourself you've got it for six months 
and then you get it because also you know that's very very powerful visualization that you've been doing for a long time and very powerful um laws of attraction that you've been doing no surprise you get it but then it's like you finally got it but you felt like you've had it for six months already even on a subconscious level and your minds and your subconscious has already accepted that it's yours so when you actually get it you're not exactly excited or happy anymore because that's it you've got it and what you've been working towards and feeling great and having this sort of strong state of um happiness in that process has gone now because you've got actually received it you've actually got it now there's nothing there's nothing in the future there's no goal anymore that you're reaching for and so that can be really disconcerting for you that was what kept you going was the finish line and now there's as i said pressure to perform again you need to put all that effort in again for something else you have to start again win again win gold again so much pressure room for anxiety and imposter syndrome and fundamentally you know exhaustion can i do that again can i actually do that again i gave everything to that am i a one-hit wonder is it possible for me to win gold again you know in ballerina terms you get you get principle let's say let's go way up to the topest thing the highest thing that you could achieve you get principle now what you've done all the roles now what how do you keep going what's the goal what's the dream whatever it is for you you can feel once you've reached your goal you've forgot that you could you you've you kind of you've uh you've <laughs> you feel like once you've reached your goal that you fought for for so long that you couldn't possibly do any more you know a bit about me russia was everything to me i gave my everything to those years there kind of like the olympics you know it's four years i gave everything to those four years day in day out i never stopped never stopped never never let myself be too tired never let myself get exhausted i tried my absolute best i got to the top and was on my way to become a principal like absolutely i had the standard and a really high level of being a principal dancer in a company it's what everyone expected of me and i got into a company and then just felt and that was my ultimate goal you know get into a company get through these Vaganova years which are so tough and then just felt just super low and depressed for a while because um there were many factors at play but I had a definite moment of wow is this it like what now and I think it happens a lot with dancers we also shove these emotions down because we're not supposed to feel them right they can't possibly help us in any way and feeling negative about a goal that you fought for for so long can't possibly be helpful and also we shouldn't be feeling this like that's a bad idea I'm not supposed to feel this way so I'm just going to shove it down well now things are better and we don't shove things down as much and obviously this podcast is all about being helping you with those emotions and helping you with these feelings but I wish I had been more emotionally aware and not shoved things down and just looked at my emotions and my feelings and and address them and said to myself okay why why am i feeling this way why am i less than excited to go 
to work today? Why am I feeling this is different from school? Why do I feel less excited now? Why do I feel less passionate, less determined? Where Where is my drive gone? Why is that? What do I need? Um, and also partly accepting these feelings and accepting that possibly a lot of these feelings are who we are in a way. Phelps, Michael Phelps, went on to do therapy and is still doing therapy, but also admitted that, you know, he will have many days he feels less than okay. And that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. He addresses his his emotions rather than shoveling them down. And it's okay to say, I feel vulnerable today or sad today. And that's fine. I've been working tirelessly hard and this is normal. I will find a new goal soon after a little break, a little mental reset, a little mental break, and then move forwards. And I think the breaks are so important, so important. Um, If we go, 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 nonstop. And like, let's say we reach a new goal and we achieve it. And instead of taking a break after that and a mental reset, we immediately jump into a new goal. More damage will be done. More damage will be done. Take breaks. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of what you just achieved. That's amazing. You deserve a little little rest. And address your emotions when they come up. Address those negative feelings. Like address the sadness. It's completely normal. It's it's sort of the same as like post-tour blues post-performance blues like let's say you just performed Swan Lake Odello Deal that's amazing you feel on a high and then maybe you fall down because you think oh I didn't do it that well I've got to do it again you know um negative emotions are okay to feel see them hear them learn from them when the arrival fallacy teaches us what the arrival fallacy teaches us, sorry, is that although you may fill your life with ever more ambitious goals and projects, sometimes reaching these heights does not necessarily deliver the happiness that you think. As cliche as it sounds, it's the journey, not the destination that matters. Enjoying the process. We've said that so many times before. Enjoying the process towards the goal. And then obviously enjoying the goal for what it is. But it's that whole thing of, I will be happy once I get this goal. I will be happy once I am in that ballet school. I will be happy once I am in that company. And it's like things and and statuses and money and everything, it really doesn't buy happiness. It's all relative to the situation you're in. But really, it's like, I'm going to enjoy this process. Because look, that process towards that goal that's apparently going to make you happy may be four years long. Are you really not going to be happy for four years until you get that thing? And then once you get that thing, it's just like, oh, that's it. And now what? I'm not going to be happy again. <laughs> so really enjoy the process because that's it, that's your life. Your life is working towards these magnificent things and you've got to enjoy it. When we get too goal-focused, we can lose our why, our mission. Why are we doing this? Why am I doing this in the first place? 
when you get too focused on something like I'm going to get in that company I'm going to get in it we lose the reason why we're dancing in the first place ask yourself if there if there were no obstacles in the way what would you be doing what is your ultimate goal what is your dream life if there were no obstacles in the way nothing stopping you rather than work to attain an I'll be happy when kind of end goal it's important to view life as a succession of practices because success just like everything else just like your mood ebbs and flows there's no I'll be successful then boom and then that's it I'm just successful full stop no it ebbs and flows just like everything else practices that build an imperfect yet wonderful big picture Greatness comes from years of grit, effort, and many, many stumbles, my gosh, yeah, along the way. And that's just life. That is called life. Stumbles, successes, lows, highs. Enjoy the ups and downs. Enjoy the downs, especially. I mean, (laughs) downs are lessons learned. Learn from them and keep moving forward and decide to be happy and enjoy the process towards the goals that you desire. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, hit that follow button, rate and review the podcast, share this podcast on Instagram and tag me at Bally with Isabella. I would love to see that you've listened to this episode. It would make my day. I think you're amazing. I think you're going to go out there and achieve your goals this week. Thank you so much for listening to me. I am here to help you. If you want me to help you physically, head to ballywithisabella.com tons of classes and courses beginner to pro as well as live classes with me and other teachers it's truly amazing as well as we've got some intensives coming up very exciting um but thank you so much for listening and i hope you have an amazing day big hugs and i'll speak to you very very soon bye for now